Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. So today we're talking about The Lord of the Rings, part two, book two, the two towers. <laughs> so a little quick thing about it, uh, it's book two of The Lord of the Rings story. How could I forget? And go. <laughs> what do you think of the story? This was a chore. This is a, yeah. This was a chore. Reading wise, I forget how... Tolkien writes can't do split I sequences. He can't? No. So, uh... That's what I was trying to figure out, because I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch this movie after I finish the first half. I'm like, the oh. movie is done super good. No? Oh, okay. It's like to the a, to a book? three-hour movie. Okay. Dude. So, though... So, the book, once the fellowship is broken, and Pippin and Mary go off this way, and Everyone else goes this way, and, like... Do they kill Baromir at the end of the first book? I know they kill him at the end of the first movie, but I feel like they killed him at the beginning of this book. And yeah, the so movie... This is, this I feel like the movie, like, kind of like, oh, we're gonna kind of stop around here. Yeah, so this is what I was saying, like, where I don't want to say certain things, because, like... Because you the, forgot where they... Because they cut it out because places, you Yeah, right. so basically what... It, what uh, Jackson did was like he took the story because after like the fellowship breaks off and everybody kind of ventures on their own stuff happens at a sequence like he tells the story at a sequence and so you're like he Tolkien Tolkien does and yeah. so uh, Jackson was basically was like okay when this story is going on that's about roughly so he just kind of said when when when, when Sam and Frodo did this so let's try to so was there stuff from book three in this movie then there's stuff. In this movie, that's in movie three. In book three, or in like, this book, and it's in yeah, and then three. and then because it, they did that slicing, there's some stuff in book that's peppered oh, in. Oh, so you told me that, so I wouldn't have, so I could have read them. You know what I mean? Because I was like, read them this together. This shit doesn't happen. This yeah, shit yeah. doesn't happen. That's why I was kind of like, ah, this is gonna be weird because this is like the weirder one where it's obviously like, because um, Tolkien just wrote this. We're dealing with these characters, and this is the story, and what's yeah. happening in their lives, and this. And and I don't boom, think I like that. Yeah, because it sucks, because it, it, it's not as compelling. Because, like, yeah, the story's cool, but, like, yeah, but there's, no, the, back, there's no action. There's no, there's no break from their monotony, if you will. Right. Like, you, once something gets boring over here, you can just drone on about the, the tree for fucking three minutes. The ants, the ENTs. Well, whatever they're, you know, just yeah. drone on about background shit yeah movie. no for sure that's why the movies are so helpful this is the harder of the books so let's just kind of 
make this work and make it more a coherent, like linear story. Mm-hmm. And it, they he does a really great job. And he actually peppers in more stuff in the movie that makes more sense that carries the story forward. Like when uh, Aragon is dream, like when that chick yeah. asked him about the necklace, the the yeah. The so niece. does that Arwen stuff happen in the first book, or is that stuff that happened before? It doesn't happen in the books at all yeah so is that something that happens in the stories in general or is that something they made up for the movie they made up for the movie why because they just like it it shows his character why like that his aragon won't be with her you know what i mean because he's still in love with her and it kind of ties like the elves more into the story at the battle of helm's deep the elves never showed up to help them it was just gandalf showing up with some random dudes I found these fuckers. Like, you know, like, let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's more of men standing up against this sto- this evil. Yeah. And so, but, like, now that you have, like, this... Because it's fantasy and they're trying to bring everybody together and but people love the elves. So it was, like, there's changes here and there that visually and, like, storytelling-wise makes sense for the movie. But story-wise, yeah, it's just kind of like... it's, like it's, when, it's when, um, when Smeagol sneaks up on them and, like, they have a scuffle with... Oh, it was his brother? Yeah. Yeah. It It's a peaceful thing. They sit down, they eat. He's even nice to Smeagol. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, okay, cool. But in the movie, the guy's like, fucking kill him. I'm going to kill this bitch right now unless you tell him to come over. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, but like, once again, that builds more tension in the story. And like, I, I get why they did it, but it's like. That's, that's not what people wanted. Like, you know, I know. And it's. it's yeah, there's. There's. Uh, people that are angry with the movies just because like it's not like which they changed which fan base is more angry though is, it, is the Harry Potter fan base more angry or this fan base no you know, cause I believe uh, there's people I've met that don't like the movies cause they like the books like the way the story's done and I, I get that too cause like yeah it's like they did a really good job adapting the books but they have you have to change some, some things yeah and they're okay with it they like the movies too but they prefer the books I mean, I have other people that, like, love the movies, but tried to read the books and gave up on it. I'm like, okay, well, you know, teach their own, but, like, I think the movies do a really great job of just kind of, like, bringing the world into it. You know what I mean? And then, like, yeah, they change stuff. They add, like, elves where they shouldn't be. They add that love scene between, like, Aragon. The movie's cool, too, because, like, you get to see Pippin and Mary with the ants. Yeah. yeah. What's, what was your favorite part in the story? <sighs> All of it, just it's, all of it. It was a rough book, so, dude. Like it, it's uh, it's, the, it's it, a thick it, book. It, 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 I've read the books, so I'm like, so I'm reading on my Kindle. I'm like, okay, got it, got it. Okay, we're at this part. I know really nothing really happens for the next while, and like I'm tempted to just skip ahead, but it's and fucking Schmeagle is like, oh, don't put that fucking like elvish fucking lasso on me. <laughs> it burns, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> but uh Smeagol what do you think of Smeagol in this whole thing it's a weird character I, I like him he's a, he the movie does a better job making him more lovable a more kind of like oh okay poor little guy and you know I mean? fucking Sam just gets all jealous over this fucking this fucking orc thing oh yeah yeah but how great is that kill I that mo- kill that motherfucker bro <laughs> kill that just, I feel like he's like Eddie Murphy's dad he goes hey hey Frodo you know what I do 
when you're done, I kick Smeagol. <laughs> I kick him so hard, I just, I just kick him in his belly, and then I fucking giggle. I giggle, Frodo. <laughs> but my favorite... Like, I swear to God. And like, Sam's just, like, kicking him in the stomach. <laughs> He's a dick to him. Yeah. But what I like about uh, fucking uh, Smeagol is when he fucking yells at fucking Sam after he brings back that, like, that rabbit... And then, like, he's, like, making it. He goes, oh, you're ruining it. You're yeah. ruining it. And he goes, no, I'm not. I'm making it better. He goes, fat, stupid hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> fat, stupid. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. And then, like, and then like you get fucking, like, Sam's like, oh, oh, we need some fucking potatoes. And they're like, what are taters? And he goes, not potatoes. And, like, so stupid. Uh, seeing them interact and have it not be in the book, like, super fun. I actually like that, too. But, yeah, when Smeagol calls him a fat, stupid hobbit, like, ah. Smeagol gets, uh, swears upon the ring and becomes, uh, his, like, not slave, but his, uh, servant. Servant. Same shit. Yeah, his servant to lead him to Mordor. Because, like, Smeagol's been there since he was tortured, so now he knows how to get back. Is that, so that happens after the hobbit, essentially, is that he got picked up and put in Mordor and he escaped no, Mordor no so he was uh, he was just looking for his ring but like in between that story and this story uh, the beginning of the story for uh, the fellowship of the ring Smeagol's being tortured in Mordor looking for the ring and then like he was like he, they ask him for the name he goes like the Shire the Hobbits and that's why the those uh, what are they the kings the the guys in the black the black riders the black riders they go straight to the hobbits looking for uh, the baggins because Bilbo supposedly had the ring. Like uh, so, then you actually see him, Gandalf, like resurrect. Oh, so in the book it's different. Because he kind of like, like he just kind of shows up and he's kind of like I'm hooded, bitch. Well, you um, what's the fucking uh the ranger fucking the elf and the dwarf are like kind of camping by the woods mm-hmm. and this is when they're trying to track what happened to Mary and Pippin and they're doing that whole track scene and they yeah. can't find them and they camp right there they spend like a day camping and I think Legolas is the first one to see a white figure in the woods and everyone's freaking out because they think like obviously Gandalf is dead it's probably going to be what's his face like Saruman yeah so they're like fuck like, you know, are we in trouble and they don't know what to do and then finally the second day or the third day like they pop back up and it, you realize it's Gandalf and it's not like a reveal like it is in the movie but like it's kind of like yeah. oh okay cool and then move forward but like it's um, that sin on that stump yeah but uh yeah they have fucking uh Mary Pippin's fucking chase Mary fucking drops his fucking his uh medallion behind in hopes that like they could track him down this, this is where my head goes like okay that's that story not this story because that's kind of how it's written yeah. But yeah, so Treebeard picks him up. Um, there's no confusion either in Treebeard. Like, he, he knows that, like... He, he, he doesn't believe that they're fucking, like, orcs, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, so, and then, like... And then that meeting is, like, not as uh, shitty as it is in the movie. Because they agree to help rather than, like, oh, we want to stay out of the yeah. wars and, and then, men. And then, here's the one thing I don't get about this whole thing. It's like, they found Saruman... And they took away most of his power. Yeah, give me back your power, bitch. Some of it, though. But why only some of it? I don't know. Is it something to make it do? interesting? Look, the fuck kind of <laughs> Dumbledore shit is Gandalf pulling? But it's... 
don't know. It's uh, it's good. It's good for what it is. It's intriguing. You have uh, Mary and Pippin who are who are with Treebeard. Treebeard, and then like they're dealing with that's their adventure, which is kind of shitty because in the book you don't hear of them. Yeah. You know, so it's like they're just gone. Gone. Yeah. Yeah, and then you get Smeagol taking. Frodo and Sam through the bog, through the like, trying to get to Mordor, and then like that scene isn't either there too. Where like it's not as like compelling. Where like Frodo falls into the bog of despair. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean like so? It's like they just made it fancier for the movie. Yeah. They go to Rowan, and, and that's when that whole worm tongue scene happens. Yeah, and then they have uh, the sis, the niece who's like in charge of like keeping the people like. It's all wet for Aragon. Yeah, and then Aragon's like, I want it, but I can't because I'm in love with an elf. And that's why they splice that scene with the elf to kind of give more of a... Because I think that works better in the movie. That whole they talk about that in the book? They, you know that he's not going to be with her because he's like in love. But they don't ever like touch basis on that again and keep it going. But do they know? even mention that character in the book at all? Who? Arwen? Like yeah. When? Oh, oh. In the first one. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. There's there's more characters on this shit than fucking Twin Peaks. Yeah, especially the names are all over the place, too. They sound like fucking medicine. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Um, so, yeah, then you get that whole thing, and she uh, ends I, up... I feel like if Arwen, like, makes you see mushrooms, you should call your doctor after four hours. Wow. <laughs> Stupid. You get the Battle of Helm's Deep, which is, kind of takes place exactly how it is in the book, except there's no elves. That was a fucking cool scene to see, too. Like, yeah. just wiving into that fucking battle, and then that fucking orc running with the fucking torch in his hand to blow up the fucking, like, the wall. And then, you, and then like, that explosion, too. If you actually look at the explosion, you get bodies just fucking flying everywhere. And then no, like, shut, it, it it's looks... It's fucking it rad. It looks cool. Like, yeah. Uh, it, it's one of those things that looks cool, but it's like, oh, there it is. Another work battle. And then Gandalf's like, I'll be back on the fifth day and look, look to the east, bitch. I'm <laughs> over here, fucker. And then, like, when they lose despair, they look out and they, Aragorn, Aragorn sees, like, the sun coming up. He's like, oh, we better go outside. <laughs> and then, like, we best, we, we, be, we best look out that, what, that east hill. <laughs> and then uh, Gandalf comes by, but, like, that was pretty dope. That was dope. Uh, what else? Uh, Wormtongue uh, doesn't leave in shame from the castle when like he's caught out for being yeah. whatever. He's there through the battle. And then during the battle, he freaks out and he fucking scampers off. Yeah. But like, no one sees him. You know, no one's like stopping him. But like, I thought that was a dumb move for the movie to just let him loose. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like, of course he's going to run back and help, like, you know, whatever. But if he's still around, and in the midst of the chaos of, like, the battle, he disappears. He could be dead, who knows. I mean, and that gives him more of an illusion as to, like, you know, where'd he go? Oh, he's over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I figured they should have kept that for the film, because it was a... I just felt like they got rid of that character too easily on the movie. Yeah, and then they talk about... So then, uh, Faramir, brother of Baramir... Yeah? Which is... Ferber, Ferber. Yeah. So Fur is uh, a lot nicer in the book. Yeah, he's kind of a dick in the movie. He's kind of a dick in the movie, and but like uh, that scene though, it ca- that carries that tension so good in the movie though, the fact that he's a dick, but like oh, where they're gonna kill Schmeagol and stuff. Yeah, and then how he's like, 
tempted for that ring and how he could just they do the narration because what's it Godriel's voice is echoing yeah. over and saying that he he's within reach and all he has to do is reach out of his hands and take the ring which I like that narration in there too because it's like cool we need just enough exposition to just keep the story going you yeah know? so like I like how she just whispers here and there when need be but for I feel bad for him come the next story okay because they're just kind of like you kind of see why he was being a little bitch and you're like oh okay not because his brother's dead his brother's dead and then like but you'll see it like I, I want to get your wh- so what do you think of for right now um because I'll ask you no, he's kind of a one. dick yeah but so there's a reason why he's a dick uh no you just kind of just see more of how he his character things. and you see his father and then you're just like oh okay I get it and you can kind of see like the the fall of men it's just greed and you're just kind of like okay cool like these guys are you see like a lot of character where you're just like you don't get where they are but you get a lot of character like backstories mm-hmm. as to why they're that way and you're like that's fucking dope oh. yeah the movie ends in a weird place because the book ends and the book ends or, or their stories well, end in the middle like well, if you watch the, it, okay, if you so watch the the, 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 the movie, okay, the Return of the King, ends, okay. If you watch Return of the King, half an hour of the beginning of that movie is the ending parts of this book. But they, but rather than leaving it as a cliffhanger, they left it as the setup for the next story. It yeah. seems like because yeah. as soon as they said, I'm like, oh, I mean, it could be the setup for the next story. But I'm just like, leave a cliffhanger. They kind of had to do it that way because like you're taking three storylines that weren't meant to be. Mm-hmm. woven together woven together it's not gonna end in the same type of spot because they they move stuff around too and then uh we leave the book uh stops with Frodo being captured yeah the book yeah with Frodo being so, captured and then Sam hearing that he's not dead yeah he's, and that's uh, where it ends cause he got stung by the fucking uh what's her face Asper Asperilla Sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla. Asparilla. No, it starts with an A. Or maybe an S. Uh, the giant snake, or the giant spider. Yeah. And then, like... Oh, that yeah, that's the giant spider. Yeah, that's yeah. where he's right. like... Right, that's I, where I forgot the name of the... That's what happens at the end of this one. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go just fucking take him to the spider. And credits. Sheolab. Sheolab? Oh, yeah, Sheolab. Yeah. I don't know, I'm probably saying it wrong. Yeah, whatever. Sheila. Sheila spider. spider. <laughs> ends up uh, so did okay so kind of like a lot a couple things happening right now that I, I'm not picking up so did J.K. Rowling's rip off some stuff from this book from these books for her yes. for Potter yeah because like Gandalf is very much a or a, Dumbledore, Dumbledore is, is a, a fucking Gandalf. Gandalf yeah and there's a giant spider yeah that's what I was saying like this is like like the everybody like, when it comes saying, to fantasy everybody tends to like take I'm not saying things like, out of Tolkien. So then, okay. I, 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 I mean, I know. Yeah, but like, still, like, why would you just make it a giant fucking spider and Potter? Why do you hate Harry Potter so much? Because it's not. Good. It's a great story for us from the beginning, and there's nothing so much we more. We did seven pod, seven to ten podcasts on how 
bad those movies and books are. That was your point of view. Mine was very positive. I'm sorry, except for uh, except for the oh, except for the fucking cursed child. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking garbage. Cursed child is where those stories should have gone. Oh my god. Make a right turn at Back to the Future. That's (laughs) what you do. Um, but yeah, so Frodo gets fucking pricked by the spider, Shelly, Shelby. And uh, I'm keeping that in. Whatever. Uh, so Shelby Tax runs off Frodo is uh, left for dead we can't do anything the orcs are coming the orcs pick up the body realize that uh, Frodo's still alive and Sam feels like a biggest bitch for not fucking like knowing yeah that end Movie, where does the movie end? Movie ends, movie with, ends when they're walking to the fucking spider. Oh, they're, they're at the gates. I like that whole scene where uh, fucking Sam and Frodo are like, fuck it, count on three, bud. One, two, and fucking Schmeagol's like, no, you dumb bitch. Yeah. You'll die. <laughs> it was like, I know I know another way. It's uh, it's over here. Follow, follow me. Follow then, me over here. Yeah, he's like, over why don't you say it sooner? Oh, because you didn't ask, bitch. Yeah. But I like the whole when Schmeagol's like, they fucking lie to you, bitch. They fucking lied to you and left you to die. <laughs> it's because, like, Master wouldn't do that. Oh, he fucking did, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't? Guess what? Bitch. <laughs> he fucking did. <laughs> Is there anything that you're reading right now? I'm actually reading. Or watching? I am reading the book, or I'm listening to, because I listen to books, What Dreams May Come. Oh, okay. I never saw the movie, because uh, when you're 17 and you see a preview for that movie, that and you're like punk rock, like 17-year-old, it's not your that shit looks gay. Yeah. But when you're a grown-up who's got like a family and kids, that shit looks really good. <laughs> and so um, that book's hitting me on a different level that I wouldn't have fucking hit. At seventeen, uh, like twenty years ago, I never read the book. It's good. Like well, Richard, Ma- Richard, I never saw the movie, so maybe we can blank the movie. Oh there you go. Uh, but Richard Matheson, I knew, I kind of knew going in what happens because I've seen parts here and there. Uh-huh. So I knew that he dies, and then that's yeah, that's, spoilers. That's a spoiler. But the, I know that <laughs> I knew the big, but I yeah. knew, I knew the big spoiler. I'm like, well, what's the fucking like thing? Yeah. And I found out what the thing was because I figured it out like when I was yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh this is what happens and so I know that going into this book uh-huh. and I'm still really into the book really well written uh, Richard Matheson who wrote a shit ton of Twilight Zone episodes uh, he wrote dude he wrote Duel I don't know Duel you've never seen Duel? I don't know what Duel is where the guy has like it's like one of Steven Spielberg's first movies and that's where the guy is like fighting with the guy in the truck no Oh, dude, we're watching Duel. Yeah, it sounds lame. Oh no, no, no. Duel. Duel. It's one of the, it's, it's. This is the movie at Spielberg. The stupidest no, no. name to you. No, no, no. Oh, I have a movie idea. It's called Duel. Oh no, we're watching Duel. Uh, okay, we're. If you're making me watch Tremors, because I learned that because you learned I uh, Tremors. Tremors is a great movie. Oh, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like exploitation movie. Fucking. Oh really? No, it's not like exploitation. Uh, okay, but it's like. It's like very 1970s. It was a TV movie. It's a movie Jesse and I would drink and watch all the time. Oh, okay. Um, so um, I'm reading that. I'm reading the Colin Quinn book. Uh, it's called The Coloring Book. 
and it's uh, about him talking about race yeah. and, and 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 it's about the, his career a bit too because yeah. um, they went into remote control a little bit like I said I go deep with Colin Quinn I'm, like, I'm reading some comics I was reading some of the newer Ninja Turtles stuff okay um, I like that new Ninja Turtles series it's, it's, it's got Kevin that's the one with the girl in it that one, yeah, but the girls just started, and there are literally like twenty something volumes before that girl gets even gets into it. Oh, okay. It's been going on for a while. I like that they introduced the girl. I kind of, I, I read an article how she was like. How they I'm got on that volume turtle. nine, and I'm so behind on it. I'm like I'm only halfway through this comic series, and they're still making those comic that comic series. It's crazy. Um, I finished up the Tom King Batman's. Oh, okay. How are those? He's, Those, his runs are done, right? His run is done. Well, kind of. He's going to be doing... Because um, they've done this thing in the last few years where it won't be like the main Batman comic, uh-huh. but they'll let them split off and like Scott Snyder finished his and did some more things with Batman and they and, and let him keep writing right. Bat, just like Batman. Take the main story and keep And they'll, like, they'll let him go that way and let it do that way and they'll kind of reboot it in the same like they'll almost re- they'll reboot it but they'll like, kind of keep some of the same like a splinter vibes. universe yeah it's yeah. kind of a splinter thing um and they're kind of doing that with Tom King also so they're doing this thing because in Tom King's remember um Catwoman and Batman got married right so now Catwoman's pregnant I believe she's shot if you just ruined something for me, I'm gonna kick you in the face. Oopsie. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised because he throws. He's his writing is good. I like what he's done because he's done things with the character you haven't seen. Yeah. But he does this thing, and his Mister Miracle is great too. I mean, Mister Miracle was good for him. And this is the storyline with. Uh... Dark Side is. Dark Side is. Yeah. No, I thought it was the one with like the designer, right? The Mister Miracle. No, wasn't like they're the designer. Because, like, Catwoman was, like... Bruce is like, hey, well, who the fuck is this guy? And then, like... I can't tell you what happens in it if you plan on reading it. Right, but and that's the can't... same guy we're talking about, right? Like, how the criminals of Gotham know of, like, the guy who, like, is mastermind that everyone's, I can't like... tell you what happens in this, because it ruins kind of a thing. Okay, but that's what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, same story? Kinda. Yeah, okay. Yes. Um, so, it, it's good, but he does this thing... Or, and he does it every time, but if you do it every once in a while, it's fine, but like when you keep using this device, it kind of bothers me. Yeah. Where he does this thing where he'll have someone Ooh. talking, he'll have someone kind of like talking, having a conversation with somebody, uh-huh. and he's narrating things, and it kind of uh, mirrors what's happening with somebody else in the story, and then he gets to the end of it, and you find out who was telling this story, or who was telling this uh, okay. part, or who was trying to relate this. Like, he'll be like, oh, like, have you read this, and then this part of the story, he kind of, it kind of... He kind of like, like he's trying to be like a Tarantino, not kind of a Tarantino, but it's weird because it'll be like someone will kind of book explain something to. He's like having someone book explain a part, but it kind of mirrors what's happening in the story. Uh, and then okay. you get to the end of the story, and you'll find out who was saying it and who was who was doing it. Yeah. So he kind of did that a lot to where it kind of wore on me. That's why it took me a while to finish it. Yeah. Um, but it's good. Like he does. Like I said, I, I like what he did with this, with Batman. What do you think of uh, Punchline? Punchline. Do you not know who Punchline is? Who knows Punchline? That's uh, Joker's new girlfriend. Oh, I haven't gotten there yet. That's okay. I, like I said, that I haven't read anything. I've read up to the Batman stuff. I haven't read the new, but I've heard uh, that's the, the so the, the did he give Joker a new girlfriend? Because uh, he doesn't really he hasn't really done. He's I don't think he's any more like Joker. No, so, so that I think be, somebody else. So it must be over. James Tynion who's writing. So James Tynion also did some of the Ninja Turtles and Batman stuff too, which okay. finally. <laughs> yeah. 
No, there's like three volumes of that. And oh, I, three volumes of Batman and, and the Mitchell. Turtles. Yeah, that's fucking right. I saw three. the I saw a couple uh, comics that made me giggle. I'm like, that's oh, I have, I bought those. I those were on my pull, like immediately on my pull. Nice. Um, so yeah, I mean it's interesting. Um, but he, he does it. But um, Vision is good. He doesn't do that too much in Vision, and he doesn't. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's but we're reading Vision later on in the year, I believe. Yeah. Um. I started with that video game documentary on Netflix called High Score. Oh, I literally just asked you about that. Maybe, like, as you as you sat down. Did you ask me about that? Yeah, I was like, what's this high score? And then you're like... And then oh, you, I know what the fuck you're talking then you went, about. you went on a different tangent. I didn't that. know what the fuck you were talking about. I'm sorry. Um, it's interesting so far. So, what, what is it? It's a documentary on video games. Just all video games? So far, I'm only one episode in, and it was about Atari and the Boom, and then... It's about the guy who made the E.T. game, and then how everything was crashing. And then that's where it ends. That's, that's, it's, everything's crashing. Credits. The E.T. game? You don't know about the E.T. Atari game? Uh, no. I remember seeing it. Like People used to give them away for free. Well, yeah, because you couldn't sell it. it was, it's, it's known as the worst video game ever. Really? Yeah. It, it, you, know why, you know why Atari fucking crashed and burned? Because of E.T.? Because of the E.T. game. So what, what, have you seen the game? What's the, how's the gameplay? I've played it once. Did you? Because I had a friend that had it. Okay, so how... Like. Um, so you walk in your E.T. and you're trying to get away from the agents, but then you fall in a pit and you have to get out of the pit. And it's like, why do they have these here? And then Elliot jumps in. Like, it's weird and stupid. Okay. And you know like, what game used to like, fucking what, frustrate the he, fuck out of me? What's that? Uh, Uncle Fester's fucking... But you wanted to keep fucking playing that game. Yeah, but it made me so mad, because it made no sense. You're just fucking walking around, these w- weird tentacle things would attack you, like, couldn't do anything. I fucking love that game. You got the boomerang shit. No, I, you know what, I might have to just re-download that game, find an emulator of it, and play it, because, like... Just play it to the end and just start saving every five minutes or something? Yeah, because, like, I don't even know how that fucking game ends. I don't, like, how does why, that end? Why do that? Just look it up. Like, I'm... I want to play those new Batman games that are coming out, but uh-huh. I never finished Arkham Knight, so I might just fucking watch a video on how it finishes. Really? See, I like playing... I don't want to know, like... I don't mind people ruin movies or, like, endings and stuff, but video games, I'd rather just... do the whole thing, you know what I mean? Know what I mean? Know what I mean? I know what you mean. Um, so, yeah. TV-wise, I've been watching what they do in the shadows... I've also watched um, a show, and I can't remember the name of it. Uh, I'm going back to The Simpsons again. I've been watching a little bit some more Simpsons the last one. I've been trying to watch uh, fucking Perry Mason, but I keep like nodding off like in, in the middle of it. How far into it are you? Uh, episode seven. But whatever. Uh, in the meantime, I'm reading a bunch of other like weird paranormal books. Episode 7 of Perry Mason? Yeah, I think so. So that whole part, that totally bummed me out halfway through. Okay, then not that part. Uh, I keep falling asleep, so it's like... So you don't know what happened to John Lithgow? No. You need to go back. (gasps) Alright, I'll check it out. Uh, But right now, I'm uh, reading a book just for shits and giggles. Mm -hmm. And it's Military Encounters with Extraterrestrials, The Real War of the Worlds. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh, how's that? It's whatever. It's just kind of like basically the how the government's like you know hiding UFO encounters and they're uh, having people like relay that they're 
encounters and like their experience about being like taken in their sleep and then how people have like certain urges to like they'll be at home relaxing and having a good time and then somebody will get up with like a stupid excuse to go outside and then they'll like venture off to a secluded area they'll disappear have a couple missing hours come back and then like have them like come back but then like there was another one that, where it's like talking about walk-ins and walk-ins are basically like um most people have walk-ins when they give up and it's usually caused with trauma like their soul or whatever is just like doesn't want to be around anymore so they just slip out and another entity slips in and then like so there's like a weird detachment of like whatever but it's a uh, it's just random militaries hiding the fucking truth and whatnot there's another book that like someone told me to read who's also like a ufo like nerd and it's the lost technologies of ancient egypt which i mean we've all seen ancient aliens so it's kind of like okay but this one like yeah this one it goes into a little more depth about like different things like obviously like the baghdad battery and like the the lights and how like they were made and how they could like We'll see how it is. Forrest, I have a treat. For you. A treat. A treat for both your eyeballs. It is a movie, a beloved movie, known as Tremors. Kevin, Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon. I've never seen this. I can tell you right now, it's a great movie from beginning to end. It's, per- it's a perfect movie. It really is a perfect you movie. You said that about I'm me. not overhyping it, but it's fucking <laughs> flawless, dude. You're going to fucking love it. Well, that's going to do it for the episode this week. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up at our Instagram at YH blank that or you can email us at yhblankthat at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.